Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am one of your hosts, Anna, and I am joined by one of my book besties, Christina. <laughs> Hi. We are hello. one book bestie short tonight. Kim, we are. Kim was unable to join us. Um, we have all had so much going on in our lives. We have. Like, it's honestly been a whirlwind of the last three weeks. Yeah. And she was unable to finish the book, but with her blessing, she wanted us, Christine and I, to get on and record because yeah. we know how much all of you want to <laughs> hear this episode. <laughs> so yes. she didn't want to, like, you know, hold us back so we could get all out to everybody. Yes. So we're missing Kim tonight, but Christine and I are very, very excited yeah, we to are. talk about Fourth Wing Fourth by Wing. Rebecca Yaros. <laughs> Oh my god, guys. Guys, this has become my whole personality. <laughs> Literally, it's become my whole personality. I just finished this book legitimately 15 minutes ago, and I feel <laughs> like I'm a crazy person. Um, okay. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in. Yeah. But I wanted to let everyone know that this is part one of our episode, but it, there will be spoilers for the entire book. So if you haven't read right. the entire book, please come back and then listen to part one after you finish. Yeah. Okay, when was the last time, Christina, that we read a book that, like, I don't know, was had such new world building? Oh my god, I loved it. Like, this book had a lot of, so much hype. Like, to the point where I was like, guys, everyone needs to calm down. Yeah. And I think I, I went in with a very, like, because of that, like, there were times at the very beginning that I was maybe a little, like, I I'm not, like, positive if this is gonna be what I want it to be. But when I tell you, very quickly after that, I was like, yep, all the hype, love it. It's my personality, I'm, I'm obsessed. So Up with until you. the last page. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I because I read it first. I read it like three weeks ago. And I oh was God, like you did. so alone in my thoughts. Nobody yeah. I, I literally didn't sleep. I couldn't stop reading. Yeah. And you and Kim hadn't started it yet. And I was like, guys, I just need you <laughs> to start because I am dying inside. Anna, who is like, as you all know, like the most anti-spoiler human yes, in the entire absolutely. world, would be sending us Marco Polo videos and like trying to edit herself, not to be spoilery, yes. but just wanted to like squeal with us about it. So she could couldn't really say anything she was just like kind of talking around things to the point where it was like she just wanted to get it out but she couldn't actually. I had no one to talk to and I yeah, was like yeah and you're my people you're my book besties I know. and I was like I, I felt just so bad need to talk to you about it I was like I feel like we're letting Anna down we got it we gotta catch up um okay but then I did and now I am here I am with you it's amazing the way I keep describing this book to everyone is I feel like it's the best of a YA book wrapped up as an adult series Yes. Like it yes. has all of the fun. It's so plot driven, which I love because that's very YA. Mm -hmm. You know, the unique magic system, the world building is there. Yeah. We've got a great female character, a like male lead. Yeah. But then we also have like the romance and the steam that yeah. we love in our adult like exactly. fantasy books. Which is what's missing from the YA books. Yes. This is what we're missing. We didn't know it was missing until, <laughs> we, until didn't know. we started we didn't reading know. them. <laughs> it, but you're right. That's such a great way to put it because it does feel like the fun of a YA book. Like mm -hmm. everything's so fast and yeah. we're not trying to like make beautiful poetry. Mm -hmm. Not that it's not pretty, but it's we're not trying to like figure out the philosophical meaning of the blah and the blah. It's just like... I think it was hard coming off of reading... Which I won't spoil anything for Serpent. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, um, what's what's the first one called? Serpent and the Wings of the Night. Serpent and the Wings of the Night. That's of what it's the called? night. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. I always just called Serpent, so I can never remember. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um. So having come off reading the the final book, which is Ashes and the Star Cursed King, 
which Carissa Broadbent writes just very like lyrically, beautifully. Yes. This felt very different. It was much more like short sentences. Um, I'm gonna tell you like what's going on. Here are some like facts of the world. And yeah. that's what I mean when it says, when I say it kind of felt kind of YA to me. Yes, it read agreed. a little bit more like Hunger Games, Divergent, like early TOG in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. But then once I kind of got past that, like it took a few chapters yeah. to get into the rhythm of the writing. I was like, oh, I am here for this. It's fun. It moves. It's... Yes. Yeah. It was It was great. I, I, that's exactly how I feel. I Yes. A hundred percent. And there was almost like moments that you would think, I know this trope. I know what's going to happen here. Like this yeah. is going to be a miscommunication thing. And I feel like the miscommunication specifically didn't happen where I thought it was going to. And that made me thrilled. I was so happy that there wasn't a miscommunication. There really wasn't. I mean, not until the very end when... <laughs> I mean, even then... <laughs> like even then it's like That very... also read very YA to me. I was like... Violet, come on, just let's, you love him, you love, him, love him, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yes, I, I I appreciated that about this book because as, like, the opposite of Cassandra Clare. <laughs> yes. The yes. queen of miscommunication tropes. <laughs> One example of that in particular, when she's fighting with Dane and he is like, you didn't show me that memory, you showed everyone else through mm-hmm. your dragon, like, why didn't you show me which like, oh God, can't, but really in my head, I was ready for it to be this YA like, oh, okay, well, we're not really going to say what we mean. And we're not like, we're just going to kind of skirt around it. And then we're going to be mad at each other around this like thing that we're not really talking right. about for chapters. And I really appreciated that she was like, you didn't ask my permission. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't. And she's like, no, you didn't ask me. And you just thought you were you demanded. You demanded. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't ask. I, I just, I appreciated that totally. communication. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so let's let's dive into the world building. I'm just going to quickly break down because it's a new world. Yeah. So we have a, a continent or whatever, a world. Yeah. And at least in this content, there's two different neighboring countries, I'm going to call them. Yeah. I, there's not a world map, so it's hard to see. I think that was probably done on purpose. I feel like maybe the next book will get a map. Interesting. I thought there was a map. No, it's just of the school. It's just of the school. And that drove me crazy because I kept having to keep all the geographical like locations in my head. Honestly, I just didn't even. I was like, that's an outpost. That's somewhere out there. That's somewhere out there. Nope. Don't know. Literally an outpost out there somewhere. Beyond the gates. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, So we have Navarre and Poromio. Let's go with that. Poromio. Peromeo? Sorry. Okay, listeners, I'm sorry if we butcher some of this. We tried to listen to some of the Audible, and we couldn't catch every single word. <laughs> yeah. So, Rebecca, we'd appreciate a pronunciation guide. Yes, that would be very helpful. So we have Navarre and Peromeo. Navarre is where Violet and, like, yeah. where Beskayeth College is, and, like, where basically this entire book takes place. Peromeo is where they have the other humans live, but they have griffin. They're, they have griffins instead of dragons. Yeah. And just like another little thing for the world building, Tyrandor, which is like mentioned a lot, is where the rebellion happened or the people who like started the uprising um, are from Tyrandor. That's where like Zayden's whole family, Liam's whole family, Imogen's whole family, all from Tyrandor. Oh, and then Biscayeth College, there's like four quadrants, which reminded me mm-hmm. so much of Divergent. Like you can pick what faction totally. you want to join. Totally. You know? The factions. Yes. Yeah, the I was factions. thinking about that. Yeah. So you can be yeah. a healer, a scribe, an infantry, or a dragon rider. Yes. All right. So our main female character, Violet, love her. Bye. She was like the most unannoying, that's not a word, but like not annoying main female yeah. character in a while that I've like been newly introduced to. I was frustrated with her at the end, but it was very small portion of the 600 something. Oh, well, book, I was so. a frustrated with her at the end too, but like that's because I love Zayden. <laughs> 
but that's because he can do no wrong and he's yes, a perfect he can do no human wrong. um but i totally agree throughout i feel like she was such a fun character to read and one yes. that i like rooted for and she just she was really really enjoyable and i also love we had a lot of dms from listeners who have chronic illness yes and mm-hmm. they who read the book and they appreciated the way her character was portrayed with her illness and like the illness yes. that she said well i guess she was technically like in utero I'm like confused yeah so her mother contracted an illness while she was pregnant with Violet and Violet as a result is very like frail. She's got like brittle bones, her ligaments and yes. all of that. Physically frail, fragile. fragile yes. Physically fragile. Yes. Although I do love, okay, her mom's an asshole, like obviously. Oh, the worst. But her mother says something really interesting in the very first chapter. Like Mira is like the sister is trying to fight and be like, mom, she can't go to be a yeah. dragon rider. Like she's going to die. Yeah. I've already lost a sibling. And her mother says something to her as Violet's turning to leave. And she says something, I, I don't have it highlighted, so I don't know where it, where it is, but something along the lines of like, don't underestimate yourself. Like you have fought physical pain every day of your life. And none of those people have. It's like wow. very, it's in, it's in chapter one. And it was something that was like really stood out to me because I'm like, her mother is a jerk. I was about to say that seems so out of character. For I her. know. Interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait, let's just really quickly. I want to mention before we, we jump into plot, this little inscription, inscription, is that what it's called? Like after the dedication page, we have this. <gasps> oh, Jasenia? Yes, yes. Yes. When you sent me that today, I was dying. I okay. had not caught that at whatsoever. And it's so cool. It is so cool. But if you look at, so. Okay, so it says the following okay. text has been yeah. faithfully transcribed from Navarian into the modern language language by Jessinia Nilwart, curator of the Scribe Quadrant at Beskyeth War College. Jessinia is her best friend. It's Jessinia! Yes! Who like, we meet later. What a fun little tidbit to throw in there. It's so Amazing. cool because I that means that. that like this whole story that we're reading is like, you know, supposed to be her, you know, Jessinia writing it down. Like this is Jessinia yeah. telling us this story. Yes. It's so cool. It's so cool. I, then we I know love that. Me. Also, then it says, all events are true and names have been preserved to honor the courage of those fallen. May their souls be commended to Malik. Oh. But, but like before we even but go into the, it's just like, that's it. how yeah. we open. So cool. Okay. And yeah. So I think it's called conscri- conscription, uh, conscription Day. Conscription Day. Yes. So yeah. they all like, you know, pick their factions, pick their things. Factions, yes. And to be a writer is just like a death sentence, but people are really excited about the glory and like, I just, it's very Gryffindor. And I don't a know. lot of people I, been, like, training since they were 12 yeah which is also very hunger games there's a lot of things going there's a, yeah so very district yeah. very district one <laughs> yes very district one okay yes so mira is like uh hey sis i am like a writer star like i am like the most elite celebrity writer yeah because i am amazing and i'm gonna like try to convince mom that you can't do this and then she's like no she has to also, Lilith has been training to be a scribe her like her entire life. Yeah. She has do- done any training for this. But she takes her to this line and then they go up another line, like up these like yeah. steps, just making everyone stress out more and walk across this. I picture it, you know, like big stone walls outside like a Bridgertonish like estate, like castle yes. thing, like that thin. But yes. like, like the, so high up that you can't. I know what you're like, talking it's about. Like, yeah, but it's like yeah. massively high up. Yeah. You will die if you fall. Like yes. there is no coming back from it. No coming back. You're like in the clouds. You're, you're in like the so clouds. high. Yeah. And yeah. not yeah. only that, but it's like windy and raining and terrible weather. Oh my god. Okay. So Violet's like in line and she meets like the girl in front of her who becomes her bestie. Oh, her bestie. And she's like, "Hey, look, your boots suck. So Ray, why don't Ray. we like my boots are awesome. So let's like swap one boot boot each and this might help yes. you grip the rocks more because Mira is like it's gonna rain you have to put the did yeah. Mira give her the boots yeah Mira gave her the, the boots? boots and then also gave her like the dragon scale corset armor yeah. thing yeah 
Which yeah. very much reminds me of like in TOG when Selena feels like tugs, you know, about things <gasps> yeah. in life. Like, oh, she got a tug from Ree. Yeah. Like, like she like she's like, we're that. gonna swap boots. And it's really important because who's like the next person that she meets? <gasps> Zayden. Zayden. And Zayden notes it. Yes. At the end, he's like when he's talking about when he fell for her in all these oh, moments. He's I like love that Or was thing. it when you like swapped a bit this boot? Oh my god, it's for so a good. stranger you didn't know for and a stranger like, you just met. <gasps> like, oh, so good. Him. Also, when Mira, <laughs> like, Violet's like, who's that? Like, she points to Zayden because he's, like, so sexy. Oh, my sexy. God, yeah. And Mira's like, that's Zayden Morrison. You stay away from him. He's stay trouble. Stay away from him. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I immediately highlighted, and I was like, well, he's our love interest. 1,000%. Hello, male lead. <laughs> right, because she is, she's like, find Dane immediately. Yeah. And then she goes, and stay away from Zayden. She says it, like, three times. Stay, stay away. Keep away. Don't hey, go near heads him. heads up. He's trouble. Don't go near him. He's bad. Hey, remember, you're supposed to stay away from Zayden. Me thinks thou doth then- protest too much. <laughs> Also, then Zayden, like, pops up, like, almost immediately, like, on the parapet. He's like, hey, girl. And he's sexy as hell, and he's, like, just so The way she describes him is, like, a Greek god. And he has, like, a scar on his eyebrow, and it's just, like, so hot. Okay, so, and then there's also some guy in line that's, like, a little sweet, sweet boy. Oh, sweet Dylan, and he has a fiancé. Fiancé, because we can get married after or something. Like, there's, like, a He's gonna, like, he's waiting to propose until he gets back. Oh, God. And I literally, so, listeners, I know we said I read it first, but... Christina had started the book, but then she had to pause it. And yeah. she, so we were reading it together for like a hot second. And I highlighted yeah. it and I sent it to her and I said, so Dylan's going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and you know what? Legitimately, two pages later, he died. He died. He fell yeah. off. Okay. So yeah. So she's walking across this crazy parapet. Mm-hmm. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking. It's so scary and so awful. And like the way she talks about the wind here, all yeah. the descriptions, really, really good. Also, what she does here, what she also does in the gauntlet is like her, I don't know, coping mechanism for stress is to like oh. quote facts. Yes. So, I, okay. I feel I like Rebecca... Rebecca used this as like a, a writing tool to like tell yeah. the readers things, which I was yeah. like, I feel like she's talking at me and like uh-huh. telling me info when she could be like showing it in more creative ways. Yeah. But I, that's like I, my this only. This felt, because it was right off the bat. It was like, okay, coincidentally, when I'm nervous, I recite historical facts that you also <laughs> need as the reader to understand about the world. So let me tell you about Navarre and our big war. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I, it, was, it was like... I. That is one of the things that felt YA to me, but, like, it was fine. Like It's fine. Like, I can forgive it because of the rest of the book. Exactly. Ex- that's how I feel about all of the little hang-ups I have. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. A thousand yeah. percent. Okay, so, anyway, so Violet is crossing the parapet. We've got, um, also, there's this asshole Jack. Oh, my like, God. Also, why did, oh my like, God. everybody has these names, and then there's just, just Jack. <laughs> He's such an <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. And it's just Jack. It's yeah. just Jack. Um, he's, okay, and Kim made this point, too, when she had, she had started reading it. This particularly feels very YA to me that it's like, I hate you because I do, and there's no, no reason, yeah, and all of no a sudden reason. I want you dead, and I'm a villain. And it was like, hello, nice to meet you, Jack. Like, why do you hate me? Uh, Zayden should hate me more than you. Zayden makes sense. Zayden's anger yeah. makes sense to me. Jax is literally like, who crawled up your ass and died? Ooh, why? Like, why what are is you such you? an asshole? And he's like, this like lunatic behind, like, <laughs> like chasing her <laughs> through the rain. And the, it's a lot. 
Um, but she makes it. She makes it. Okay, I love though when he gets off the parapet and he's like, "You are <gasps> dead, Soren Gale." Yeah. And then she, yeah. also, also, she's a Soren Gale. Like you think yeah. that this asshole exactly. would be like, "Hey, your mom's like the general of the armies, like or whatever." You know, maybe I should suck up to you. She would be like, "I need you to like me, not like I'm gonna murder no, you." No, I want like, to kill you. We, yeah, okay. So she makes it across. And it's, we see the dragons for the first time, which is very, very cool. cool. And we see the dragons are so cool. We'll get into them more later, but like, oh my God. Oh my God. They're Zayden, so cool. I love when uh, Sigail oh. shows up and she like oh. sniffs. She sniffs. I noted this. I noted this. Because, okay, there's a moment where she, like, so the dragons are all there. They're all scared. Yeah. And it's the first like real moment of violence we see because they, oh yeah. People are running away, scared of them. And, and the just, dragon's like, Okay, no shot. <laughs> just burn them up. Literally, just like, just, just disintegrate. Ashes. Just burn them up. But there's a moment there, I'm pretty sure, where Segeo looks at her and she kind of like decides to lift her chin instead of being scared. Mm-hmm. And Segeo like blinks or there's like a moment and then she, she looks blinks. away. But it's no, like, she looks at her and, and yeah. she says like, and I took that as she's seeing like an inner strength. Yeah, me too. Me or too. Or like, a, a, like, it's not like, you know, she might And we be- didn't even know that was Zayden's. Dragon. No, I didn't know it was either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I highlighted yeah. it though. Okay, okay. Um, okay. What's next? Okay, so we get through like that whole initial thing with the dragons and the parapet. Yeah, we're at orientation. We're at orientation. In the we're like, like, we're meeting people. We're getting our schedule. We're getting our locker number. We're getting our locker combo. Okay, so we also meet Dane, which we'll get into Dane oh in a God, little Dane. bit. Oh my God, Dane! But Dane is. I'm going to have to compose myself. Yeah. We're, we'll get into Dane in a second, but we meet Dane. Yeah. And we learn about, like, you know, they have, like, sparring classes and they do challenges where, like, you get paired up with, like, another person and you have to, like, you know... Fight. Also very divergent and, like, fight. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, also big thing is we learn that there are four wings, first, second, third, and fourth wing. Oh, my God. This confused me so okay, much. Okay, I figured it out. Okay. Okay, okay. So we've got first, second, third, and fourth wing. Obviously, well... There's a switcheroo that happens, but end of the story is Violet ends up in fourth wing. Yeah. And um, Zayden is the wing leader of fourth wing. Okay. So in every wing, we have three sections, flame, tail, and claw. Okay. Right. Okay. Flame, tail, and claw. Think of it as parts of a dragon. Right. Because it is. Because <laughs> and it then is. In every, because, because it is. And then in every section, there are... Shoot, I can't remember if it's three or four squads. So basically it's like you have, nobody can see my fingers except Christina, but you have four. But they're very helpful, y'all. Yeah. Four, yeah. And think of it as like like a little, um, a family tree. So you've got four wings at the top. And then from one of the wings, you'll have three sections, flame, tail, and claw. And then off of each of those sections, like off of flame section, which is where Violet is, you have first squad, second squad, and like third squad. Right. Because then when some people die and their squad gets too small, they like then, lump like, into they one. Blend. Yeah. Yeah, they lump into one. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know what I could have used? Um, a Venn diagram. Or not a Venn diagram. Yeah. But a diagram. An org chart. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. I just blazed through it and was like, I'll figure this out eventually. But it, it felt at times overly complicated yeah but yes so dane is her squad leader yes dane 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 is the squad leader of section two i think she's in section two i don't remember it doesn't matter it doesn't matter honestly okay so yeah (laughs) but like jack is in her squad and so is rhiannon there's a really bitchy girl that i can't remember her name but she sucks oh yeah i think she doesn't like a dragon yeah dragon burns it up it's so 
Um, and there's Riddick is in there, who's a oh, sweet, I love, fun Riddick guy. Is so funny. I love him. Yeah. I really hope we get more of him in next book. Like, I hope. I agree. Um, okay. I think we go to like our first brief battle, battle brief class or something. Yes. Battle brief. Yeah. Which is really interesting. That's very interesting. Right. Because she's like feeding answers to. To Rhiannon. Rhiannon. And yeah. then at, and then the professor is like, why don't you tell us? Because she's always right. Because Jack is like being an asshole to her from the back and like, yeah. what? That's ridiculous. And then the professor is like, actually, she's right. And then they're like, oh. I love it. I love oh it. Oh my God. It also like broke my heart the moment in that first battle brief where the, I think Markham, the guy who's like the head of the scribes, yeah. comes and does battle brief every day. Oh. And he stands up on the stage and I guess didn't, no one told him he didn't know that she didn't on conscription day yeah, go to the scribes. A scribe. Because she's been training to be his protege yeah. for like years, like her whole life. He was like, he was friends with her dad, like whole life. And she, he just like looks out and sees her and is just like so sad that I she's know. there and not in the scribes. That really, that got me. I was like, oh God, let her go back to the library. I know. God, well, this it. is when, this, so this is funny. We can talk about Dane for a second. This is when Christina okay. was texting me and was like, oh yeah. See, Dane just wants to help her get back to the scribes. And she really <laughs> needs to go back to the scribes because girlfriend cannot survive oh in the God. Dragon Riders quadrant. What a bitch I am. And I hate myself. I had already obviously finished the book. Um, and so Christina's texting me. This was so hard to keep a straight face. Oh my face. God. I can't believe you did it. I was like, I know that she's not going to leave because plot. Yes. But, and I truly think that my innerness came out and I was like, oh my God, girl, go. Get out of there. He is sending you a, to he's safety. holding out a hand. It's a safety net. You love the library. You love the scribes. Go. go with your books go sign with Jessen. yeah um but no i ultimately i hate myself for feeling that in the moment um she does a good job though i think of the like i want to protect you thing at first to me read yeah. genuine and i liked it i just also love a like i want to protect you vibe so, so that it's was so very... funny because i think i had such a different experience with yeah. Dane, I didn't I didn't dislike him. I did not think it was gonna go the way it did. His betrayal Oh me either. That was, was a surprise yeah. for me. But his protectiveness immediately put me on edge. Which was very different from you. Yeah, I and liked I it think at first. and I think it's because I saw Zayden and I was like, that's it, done. I don't care I'm what not you say, Dane. To like you. I don't care. You gonna protect her? You won't protect her as much as Zayden can protect her. <laughs> All we had seen of Zayden was him being like <gasps> soaring, Gail, and like brooding and like I'm mad I was at you. Done. I was like, I'm gonna I kill you. And work you're like that out in therapy. I probably need to work. Oh my god! But I was like, no, I'm done. Are you dark and twisty with an eyebrow scar? No. No. Do you have like a tattoo going up your arm and up your neck to your jaw? No. No. But no, I I think that she did a good job of laying it on so thick and it really yeah. becoming what it ultimately is. At the exact same time as Zayden started building her up. Mm. So it was like every interaction she had with Zayden made me hate Dane more. And every interaction with Dane made me like Zayden more. And it was just this like really interesting juxtaposition there. Okay. But yeah, we can get to them more later. Okay. So plot. Where are we? There's there's these things called challenges, right? Like where we don't need to explain it. You read the book, listeners. Um, but we've got these challenges. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. So we've got these like challenges on the sparring mat or whatever. Um, Mira, unbeknownst to Violet, like, 
I guess somehow comes to Biscayeth College and she's like secretly <gasps> slips there. She like bribes someone to put it under her pillow or something. Oh, oh yeah. we forgot yeah. to say that her brother Brennan, who died in the uprising, he wrote like a diary that he gave to his sister Mira before she went so sweet. to the writer's quadrant. Also, such a good big brother move. I know. Great what a good big brother. Job. So helpful. So she then slipped it, like bribed someone to slip it underneath Violet's pillow so that she could have this. And one of the things in there is that you, if you know where to look, you can find who's going to be who you're going to be challenged against in the sparring match yes. and like you can like prepare yourself yes so violet very helpful sneaky sneaky violet's like okay well my bones are brittle my ligaments <laughs> my ligaments are bendy so i can't fight yeah not my strong suit but i can poison people because i'm really <laughs> smart <laughs> but you know what i can do pick those berries and grind them up i loved this this whole thing where she volunteered for like lunch lady duty in the like early morning (laughs) and dana's like why did you why did you pick this one this is terrible i know because dana insists on like going with her which yeah but she's like i don't know i just like it and i don't know i just like to poison people (laughs) okay wait when she's getting poison though when she's getting the yeah. berries oh, is the, when we... Yes. Yes. Okay, so she's, she sneaks out at night in her little, like, cloak sneaky or sneak. whatever. Sneaky sneak. Yeah, and she yeah. sneaks out into the woods or whatever. And she's up in the tree because the berries grow at the tippy top. Because berries do. Of course they do. Also, this is important, sorry. So at the beginning of the chapter, it says how no more than three individuals with a relic scar can be together in a group which we find out later we find out later is is because why christina so sneaky because if more than three of them are gathered together then general milgram Milgram man his foresight of how a battle how something's gonna a battle's gonna end doesn't work yes it doesn't work with there's too many of them together which is like such a heavenly fire moment absolutely (laughs) absolutely these people put the relics on them yes Oh no. Well the dragons. dragons put them on them. Which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And were they their parents' dragons? Ooh. Which dragons put them on there? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say if it was like maybe one of like the traitor dragons, if yeah, maybe exactly. the dragons were like, hey, this is a sneaky way for us to all get together in the future. One of you will figure it one out eventually. One of you will figure it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so anyway, so that's why Violet's freaking out because there's like, I don't know, twelve or yes. fourteen of them all together. And she's like, oh my god. Well, because she's hiding in this tree. She's and they <laughs> I'll come out in the meeting and the whole time I was like they are gonna see her in this tree they're just gonna peek up and see her and I just pictured her in this tree like like trying to hide behind (laughs) but not but clearly visible oh my god so she's like they're doing mischievous bad things and really they're just being sweet sweet older like mentors hey thank you that's the term I was looking for who's struggling who's struggling with in sparring yeah who's struggling in brief battles like let's get together let's work together who needs a tutor let's have a study group but really they're like what what's yeah how can we help you but the most important thing that we learn is one of the Mm. first years is like well what are we supposed to do in battle brief class when they say things and Zayden kind of, it, Zayden just says basically like something along the lines of you just nod your head and act like you agree with it. And it's like, well, we know the truth. And Violet's like, what are they talking about? What, what are they talking about? <laughs> and I was like, right, cause he's like, he's like, don't, he's like, just learn what they tell you and yeah. like study that, but don't. But you know the truth or something like that. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. And she's like, in her truth, like, what? <laughs> Um, but yeah so then she they leave she gets down from the tree and this is the first time her and Zayden have like a a, like a moment so she thinks everyone's gone she like waits and waits and waits Zayden is like so funny like Zayden's like 
Sam's like, bitch, I know you're I'm there. I'm just going to wait this bitch out. Yeah. I'm just going to wait you out. I also have to say here, I loved how she described and used his shadows. Yes. So in other books, I think the shadows, uh, we've all seen it done before, in ways that are very cool. But somehow this, this at this point, she threw the daggers yeah. like at him and it went right by his head, whatever. And he, she described him standing there and his shadows curling up next to him and like as hands grabbing the daggers out. And he is just standing there with his, with his palm out and yeah. waiting for the shadow to like place it back in. And like something about the shadows being so specifically like almost hands like yes. you can make them do whatever he wants and and also like black a whole thing out and whatever yeah it was so sexy but also so like sexy. i just loved how he used them I yes guess. there are other characters i'm thinking about in other books where i feel like obviously i love them and specifically i'm thinking of a certain person yeah. um a shadow singer um who we all love yeah but I feel like his shadows aren't described in the same way as Aiden's are. And I really appreciated no. the description because I feel like I got a much more tangible experience with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he's like, don't tell our secret. And she's like, I won't. And some, for some reason he believes her, but it's like, also they're having a nice band. He's like, well, I guess I owe you a favor now. And she's like, okay, whatever. Oh, right. <laughs> and then I love this. He goes, he's like walking backwards into his shadows and he goes, now you better get back to your room before your wing leader, before like your wing leader finds out. out. And she's like, you are my wing leader. And he's like, shadow miss spy. Like, I just kept picturing you doing shadows. Like <laughs> yeah. He's like smirking, walking backwards into mist and shadows. shadows. Like, oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. So okay. So that okay. happens. Okay. So that happens. So she poisons lots of people and she does it great. Yes. And it's like, no one is suspicious that challenge after challenge, the people that she is competes against keep, like, all of a sudden are like, getting sick and vomiting yeah. or like really sweaty and like can't punch like and she's like whoops i don't know why this keeps happening so zayden is like i ch- like i'm gonna challenge you oh wait does he well jane no, oh, no it's like I in it's, training it's in training it's like it's like a training exercise this isn't actually a challenge and dane is all like oh no no don't like dane's like i don't know i don't know about this, this. It's, it's good and meanwhile yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm as the reader i'm like yes please please pin her to the ground i'm like yeah <laughs> get on that mat zayden and um so hot in all of these so there's while he's training her Every time, because she, every time you win a challenge, which she has been winning them all against her competitors, you get to take, um, you get a dagger, you get to take one of like a dagger or like a, a, a weapon Their from dagger, that person. Yeah. So she's yeah. racked up daggers and they're all in her, like they're all like on her, her body yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, her yeah. thighs and whatever. Yes. And so Zayden, the way that he's like training her is like every time he pins her, he like sexily pulls out a, like, a dagger. For some reason, the way this was written was so oh my God. hot. Like so maybe hot. just the way she described their like physicality. It's a whole part where she's like up, like her head is like against his chest and he's like speaking into her ear and like then she whirls around. And, and he's got her pinned so in like good. a whisper in her ear. Ugh. Yes, in her so ear. Good. And then, okay, so also this is when he's like, you can't just poison everyone you come against, yes. like come up against. You have to learn how to fight. And she's like, uh, how'd you know that? And he's like, I know everything. <laughs> you know that. And he's then teaching her in that moment. He's like, stab me here in the kidney. This is my weak spot. Yeah, this is what you would do. You are like sh- small enough yes. that you have to use that to your advantage. Like the most instruction she has received this entire time. Like I, no one else has been teaching her these things. I also love like she is like also can't help being turned on by him. 
And she's oh, like, yes. she's like being pinned there and she's like, it has an inner monologue going. Oh, and she's totally. Like, <laughs> goes, you're not attracted to toxic men. I remind myself. And yet here I am getting all attracted. <laughs> <laughs> that line specifically was like, so like, felt like something that per- like a person in like, real say, life would totally say. This yeah, is how yeah, I feel yeah. about Zane. And the moment I met him, I was like, well, you're probably toxic, toxic AF, but here I am. But I'm here I'm attracted for to it. You. Um, okay, yes. So they spar on the mat and it's so hot. And then also in that, there's a really wonderful Dane moment because Dane is like, no, she can't do that. She's frail and fragile. And Satan's like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm doing it. And then he takes all her daggers eventually mm-hmm. from her. And then he's like walking away, just all smug yeah. and hot and Zadeny. And then he turns around loudly so like everyone can hear them, like in this big gym. And he turns around and he's like, Atos, she could do with less protecting and more instructing. And Ooh. you're like, oh, God, it's so good. Because also he's his wing leader. Like, he's his boss. It's so good. Because also, let me tell you, this is the kind of protecting I want. Oh, agreed. It's yeah. not about how do I get you to safety. It's like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to fight for yourself. Yes. And you're going to learn how to be a strong woman in your own right. Yes. And I'm like, and yes, Satan. Yes, Satan. <laughs> Um, okay, okay, so, but next plot-wise is the gauntlet. Oh, the gauntlet. The yes. next big thing is gauntlet. So, I, I, it was awesome and badass and crazy, but in no way, shape, or form was I, do I have a picture, an understanding of how this looks. Yeah. I, I, I like, really, in my house, like, it's just an obstacle course. Like, that's what it is. Um, and what is it, like, she the Ninja job, like, Warrior? Hey, oh, my God, that's exactly what it is. American Ninja it's Warrior. It's American Thank Ninja you. Warrior. That's exactly what it is, because the things are coming in and out, and yes. she can hit them, they bounce you off, and, like... You have to crawl, go really fast around the thing. Well, and oh she's God. been, so they've been practicing and like people died in practice because people just dropped dead. Um, so, because you fall. Because you fall. But she had been practicing and the one thing she can't do is the final part of the gauntlet is like to run almost like vertically up to then get to the top of like the cliff. And it's supposed to mimic running up a dragon's leg. Because that's how you get on their back because a dragon will never like prostrate itself for you. Like for a human, like it won't lower prostrate. itself. Yeah. Really good term. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but she, she can't do it. She keeps falling. Because she's too short. She's too she's short. She's like, I literally physically am too short. Yeah. And so then it's Zayden who says like, basically something along those like, maybe you need to like think outside the box. I think he says the right way isn't always isn't the only yes the right way isn't the only way that you're right that's what he says yeah and so now it's the gauntlet and you're not supposed to use anything to help you anything that's not your person that's important important term important term so she pulls out her blades when she gets to the final like run up and she like digs her blades in and drags herself up oh it's so good i wish you guys could see me punching the air right now (laughs) She's doing it and so she well. She gets herself up to the top. Yes, and then Re- Rhiannon and Riddick comes and like picks her up and like spin so her around. Like, you did it. They're so yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. And um and Zayden, uh, so no Amber's there. Amber is like the Fucking other Amber. squad leader or something. She's the same level as Dane. Dane. She's the same level as Dane, and we do know that her and Dane had like, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Dane was like, Dane was like all like shy and like, oh well, yeah, we kind of maybe had sex last year, but that was I like, like maybe, like, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is this your, are you trying to make her jealous? Because it's not working. I don't know. I don't, I think Violet wasn't even jealous. Violet was like, okay, well, cool. Like I also had sex with other people. She sucks. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so Amber's all pissed off. She's like, she used daggers. You're only supposed to use your person. So then Violet quotes the codex and she says, a rider may only bring to the quadrant the items they can carry. 
<laughs> Amber freaks out. She's like, are you quoting the codex to me? Violet keeps going. And they shall not be separated from those items no matter what they may be. For once carried across the parapet, they are considered part of their person. Article 3, Section 6, Addendum B. Part of their person. Yes! <laughs> I love this. And then Amber is like, well, that that's ridiculous. That's cheating. That's supposed to like be against theft. Like, yes. So that you can't yes. steal things from people. Yes. And she was like, well, doesn't matter. This is part like, of my person. I carried it across. Yeah, yeah. part of my person. Um, and then and Zayden doesn't look away from her. He's just looking at her. And he's he goes. looking directly at Violet. He's like, well, she got you there, Amber. And then Amber's <laughs> like, ugh. Then Amber yells. She goes, you think like a scribe. Oh, yeah. And um, and it's intended as an insult. And she goes, I know. I know. I, know. I love that. <laughs> She's like, and you know what? <sighs> it's a great just quality. Don't worry. We only have a few more yeah. chapters with her. It's, yeah, she, she gets her fair share. Also, Amber and Dane would date. Like, they would. They fucking they would. They fucking would. Oh my god. They probably like did it on top of the codex. They, they were just like, oh, talk dirty oh to me. Read god. me the codex. Oh, gross. <laughs> Can you imagine? Addendums. Okay. Talk to me about um, addendums. Article B, section five. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, gauntlet, she does it. It's great. So, okay, the gauntlet itself is a precursor, like a yeah. We so they, they're the practicing the gauntlet. Yeah. They have like time on like the course yes. to practice. But the big gauntlet thing is a part of presentation because you can't get to the field yes, where presentation, presentation is except for doing the gauntlet. Yeah. Like you have to do the gauntlet to physically get to the field. Yes. Also, it's supposed to, like you're worthy of the dragons or whatever. Right, right, right. But so she does it. She gets up there and then we're at presentation, which is just so fun. I loved this moment. I loved the presentation. What a fun yeah. way to write it. Like I just, it's just so cool. Well, like, okay. So I, I love that it's not just the dragons that, so threshing yeah. is obviously the humans seeking out the dragons, but presentation day is, it's not dragons being presented to the humans. It's humans nope. presenting themselves. Like, am I worthy yes. of being yes. bonded to you? Which I love because it's kind of a flip. I feel like on like a lot of other fantasy, you know, I, agree. I love that the, like the humans are like having to walk and they're scared and yes. they're like am I worthy to be a part of you it's really instilled in them a lot in their classes and stuff like they're, they're choosing you yeah and you have to be worthy like of them and there's also that whole thing where on presentation they're like walk seven feet apart because if they decide to you know incinerate someone to next incinerate to you, someone then they might get you too and then there's a whole thing where they're like also if you have conversations that helps like the dragons yeah. like to like get your personality I guess whatever and Jack takes that as being like I'm gonna be a big doofus and be like dude oh, what the those hell stupid dumb dumb dragons like how do you not I, I can't even see the big one I want the big one and like oh my god if I was a dragon I'd be like you're so fucking annoying like I'm I, I'm happy we saved Jack's death for when we did but in this moment I was like how is no one killing him this is blatantly disrespectful how is, no how is he not dead oh also that Poor little shy boy gets. Oh, I know. Um, I was up. like, but why? Yeah. I mean, I get like. I. But that was that was an interesting moment. Oh, he I was, was like, very hesitant. This is it, telling of the dragons because in my head I was like, well, these people are assholes. Why would these dragons kill him for being like? Because he was like, well, if you guys want to, we can go back. But if not, like that's fine. Like whatever you guys want. Like I don't want to be in front. And like the yeah. idea that a, a dragon would be like that is worse to me than this asshole guy because at least he has like something I, and i can understand that especially if you're in battle you don't want somebody who has like yeah. no viewpoint and somebody who can't make a decision jack could at least make a decision it may be the wrong one but he's decisive but yeah but this that was really interesting oh, oh wait and then the dragons come up to her so <gasps> so she's there yeah they're walking 
And she's like, just like walking. Yeah. And then two green dragons start to sniff her. Come right up to her to where they're like sniffing her. I would and shit like, my pants. Like the way it's described is so good. Cause like them like sniffing and huffing and puffing is like all the like warm. it's almost pulling her over. Yeah. Like it's like crazy. It's so much. Cause they're so huge. And like, no, they have not come close to anyone else. And then she was like, oh, you smell. Mira. Tiany? Oh yeah. Uh, well, Mira's dragon. I can't, I don't know the name. Yeah. T- Tian. What? Mira's dragon. But, like, she realizes it and she goes, that's my sister's dragon. And she, like, very, very humanely, it was okay, like, took her scales and made this for me, like, to protect me. Yes. And they both, like, are, like, okay. And then they step back. And I just, that was so interesting. I loved that. Yeah. That that interaction. Like, I just loved it. I don't know. Something about it was so cool. And then she, like, walked, she, like, starts walking away and Rhiannon's, like, oh, my God. I didn't think you were going to live. And she's, like, I didn't either. I didn't either. Like, (laughs) I was going to die, too. Okay, so the last thing about the presentation is there is a little gold dragon <gasps> at the end. A feather tail. A feather tail. Goldie, as I like to call her. Yes! She's at the end of the line. Oh, so immediately they were like, we haven't seen a feather tail in years. I never hear. No one knows. They're so elusive. la di da da They don't go into battle. Yeah. They don't fight. They um, are very But they're like very rare. rare. Um, which we find out later is because they're hatchlings and because they're babies. Children. They're children. Yeah. And they grow into other dragons. <laughs> and they yeah. grow into other dragons. Um, but yeah. So there's a little bright gold sparkly little dragon. Crazy and tail. she's so cute. And immediately when they, when they like said it was there, I was like, oh, this is going to be her dragon. Like this is like, I think I texted you. I was like, the special dragon yes. that hasn't been there in years. Okay. okay so like, this going to be hers. for a loop. Because in Battle Brief earlier, like a few chapters earlier, yeah. they talk about the black dragon and how the black dragon hasn't been seen or um, hasn't bonded yes. since its last rider died and it almost killed them, which is Taryn, which she ends up bonding to Taryn. But I yeah. was like, oh, she's going to bond to Taryn. Taryn's going to like see something in her or whatever and like recognize- The big crazy black dragon. The big dragon. crazy black yeah. dragon's going to be like, okay, I want to be with like you. Yeah. Yeah. So Goldie's there and Goldie threw me for a loop because I was like, wait a second. Now there's a feather tail here. Who's she gonna bond with? Who is this? Who who you be feather tail? Who yeah. is this? I totally agree. And I was also I was like I was also like okay, but she's really small. You're both very tiny, and I feel like the black dragon would be a better bet. <laughs> would be helpful. I do. I did think so. This feather tail is going to be like almost like a metaphor for her. Like it's like yes, small and totally. people discount the dragon because it's small and different and. But really, it's the more most powerful dragon, yes. and no one knows because it's so rare, and they so haven't rare. seen it for years. And yeah. that's not where we went. Um, <laughs> that's not but where we went. With I, this. <laughs> but I did um, really love that this dragon appears, yes. and everyone's like, "What?" Except Jack and Orin and Tynan, who are like, "We gotta kill it." Who what are the hell? literal monsters? What is wrong with you? Like, also, we have to put it out of its misery. Like, are you insane? Unjust. This is insanity. Yeah. So they get through presentation and then it's threshing. So threshing is like when the humans go out into a big field and they approach the dragons and the dragons either smite you or they're like, yeah, sure, we can bond. Sure. I guess you can live. (laughs) Sure. I guess. Also, there's no rules in threshing. They can kill each other. They can attack each other. They can whatever. And nobody can interfere. So Violet is lying low. I think she's hiding in a tree again. She's she, I think she is she hiding, in hiding in trees. She loves her trees until she hears Jack, Orin, and Tynan, I think his name is. 
And they're like, we got to go seek out the gold one. Like, we got to put it out of his misery. Like, it's, you know, we got to, we're doing a service to the. What the hell is wrong with you? Like. This is an audacity level that is. is Unmatched. Especially with the like, well, it's our duty. Oh, dude, fuck off. Like, your duty to what? You, uh, of all of the wings and sections and squads and people. You think you, you think three you're the strongest? You don't even have a dragon yet. It's your duty to take it upon yourself to kill this dragon. Like, yeah. Oh my god. The worst. So Violet's like, okay, well, I, I can't let them kill Goldie. So I better go, like, warn her. I gotta go save I her. I gotta go yeah. warn her. So she, like, runs up to Goldie. She gets there first and she's like, hey, scorch them. They're coming to kill you. Like, maybe use your fire. She's and like, hey, Goldie's like, Okay, well, like, Goldie basically just looks at her like, Silent. You silly human. Mm. But no, she actually was just like, we're not bonded yet, so I can't talk in your head, and I'm a, like a child. So I'm like, I'm a child. That's <laughs> funny. That's cute. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, Jack, Tienan, and Oren show up, and I love this. Freaking Violet's like, okay, all right, bitch. Like, she looks at Goldie, she's like, it's just you and me now, so. Let's do anytime it. Anytime you yeah. want to help out. Oh, yeah, she's like, really use some assistance. Yeah, and yeah. she freaking takes out with a dagger Jack's, like, like arm good arm and he's like my shoulder my shoulder like he's such a little bitch like i and then he runs away he runs away he's like a scared little boy runs away as he runs away he's like you guys kill her you have to like oh my god what (laughs) so then so she she like severely hurts orin but doesn't but chooses to show mercy which is a big thing later yes there's and then zayden is standing there watching he shows with up. Sigail. He's not supposed so to be there. So Sigail has landed, and she looks yeah. over, and they're both there. But he can't interfere for some ridiculous well, no, reason. no, it's only first years are allowed on the threshing field. He should not have even flown in with Sigail. Like, that was a big but no-no. But Sigail was like, something's happening to Andarna. I have to go. Yes. You have to come with me, whatever. Which also, the audacity. I think Jack or one of them is like, you can't interfere, you can't do anything. And it's like... Do you, how do you think this is going to go for you? He says, he says, you can't interfere. And he goes, no, but I can narrate. And yeah, like, exactly, he's exactly. Like, <laughs> Cause he's like on your left to your yeah. right. Yeah. But also how realistically, Jack, how do you think this is going to go for you? You're going to kill a dragon in front of your wing leader and then be like, fuck you. And then you just go back to normal life after this. And he's going to be your wing leader. Also, and what like, dragon would want to bond to you after you've killed a dragon? Yes. After this. Like another dragon. Yeah, okay. So Sigail's clearly, obviously, very upset about this. So now we know what happens is she then calls in her mate, the lovely... Taren. Huge... Big, black, beautiful dragon. Who, like, I love the way this was described because it's I so think good. it was Orin or, or, or Tynan, but she's facing them and Taryn lands behind her. Yes. And the shadow yeah. lands. And then she sees their chin just inch up and up, up and, and up, up and up. And look. Because yeah. he's so big. It's so good. Oh my God. I love like Goldie like scurries behind. And behind? then And then of course Taryn is like opens fire and like smites Tynan. <laughs> yeah. And then I love because immediately Taryn starts talking into Violet's mind. Mind. And so there she's like cut up and whatever. And he's like, do you bleed often? Like, is this normal for you? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. Also, she can't climb up his leg and yes. he lowers himself for her. And he's like, oh God, for fuck's sake. All right. Hop on. It's so good. Like, come and on. The way, he, the way he talks to her, even from their very first interaction is just so fun and refreshing to read. Yes. 
Well, he tells her before they land, when she gets on, after he lowers himself and she climbs on his back and she holds on, you know, she's like, why did you choose me? Like, I don't understand. And he says, you defended the smallest with ferocity and strength of courage is more important than physical strength. Oh God, it's so good. And then they land into like the big field. That's also a crazy moment. Yes. They land in the big field. And everyone's there, like, with their dragons that they ma- they threshed with. They, they matched with. Like, it's a they matched, dating yeah. Story. Okay. That they... Bonded. They, yes. Um, and then everyone looks at this, like, that's this is the huge, crazy, in, ridiculous yes. dragon. And that she's on his back is so freaking cool. <laughs> oh, and, and Darna came with them. Yes, oh. Darna's flying with them. Yeah. Oh, and so as she's walking up... And Darna starts speaking in her mind and like, and Violet's like, okay, I don't know if anyone's told you this, but like, you're not supposed to talk to me unless we're bonded. And Violet tells Andarna, maybe you should fly off the next time someone suggests you save yourself. And Andarna just blinks at her and then she goes, maybe I was saving you. And I was like, (gasps) but God damn it. My heart. You were Andarna. Like, I... You were. You were. It's like it's so, so sweet. sweet. I love it so much. Oh, God. As I was so obsessed with the dragons Me at too. this point. The way they are used is, oh, so incredible. Okay, so wait. Good. So she gets up to the role person, right? Yes. And you have to give you the name of the dragon. And a dragon only reveals its full name if it's bonded to you. So she calls she calls the dragon Taryn in front of everybody else. But Taryn gives but her, her his, like, full dragon name. It's like... To Honestly, it's I can't pronounce it. Like it's Gaelic. It's like yeah, Ternanak. It's Ternanak, son of Murtaquatavan and Fledalorfu. Yeah, yeah. That's what it Mercha says. Plotabon. Descended um, from the cunning Duman Mananan. <laughs> like, I can't pronounce it. Okay, so she gets up there and it says, um, okay, it says, I left my chin, tear Yeah. And then he, in her head, says, pronunciation could use some work. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, at least I remembered, whatever. And then the woman grins, I can't believe he bonded Violet, he's a legend. And she's like, I open my mouth to agree. And then, and Darna Rom, <laughs> the sweet high voice of the golden, fills my mind, and Darna for short. And then she just turns around and goes, excuse me, like out loud. And then Goldie in her head goes like, tell her. Tell her. And then she goes to Taryn. She's like, but Taryn, what am I supposed to? And he interrupts her and says, tell the role keeper her name. And she just goes, and, and Duran and Radom. Oh my God. Both dragons. And then she says, I nod and all hell breaks loose. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, she does these dragons so well like i love it the level of like um sentient is that the right word? It, no, no yes yeah. it's sentience it's like the way that they're able to communicate it's so different than like yes. the dragons and like wyverns specifically we've read in other books that shall remain nameless for spoilers sakes they almost feel like pets like, yeah they almost, they almost feel, feel like, like they're pets, like pets yeah. glorified pets or like they might have a personality but it's like not described in words where we can hear them. They're in no way like challenging you or you're equal in like a battle yes. scenario. Like you're not like talking to them. Which like is, and I and also I loved love how tied they are to like the unique magic system with yes. how we have like the channeling, but all of the, the, the strength of your power and how strong your magic is comes from your dragons. Yes. And then I guess, which we were like, you and I were talking about when we were reading it to like clarify things, but you can, dragons will give you magic to channel, yeah. but then it's up to the human to manifest a specific 
type of like bigger magic, a signet. And it's not dependent on the dragon, it's dependent on the human. And a lot of times it mimics or manifests in something that like tells or is very telling of a person's like yes. innermost self. I do think she explained that well, like almost in those exact words, she did explain that. I just wish that would have come a little earlier. I agree. I was a little more confused. We got there. Yeah. And honestly, maybe I missed this, but one of the great things about an academia fantasy book mm-hmm. is that you are taught the world and the magic system with the leads while they're in class. Yes. Like that's just such a, a great tool. Mm-hmm. So this might've been explained in that like presser car class or like something. Yeah. I, anyways, I missed it if it was. Yeah. Like I knew that she was waiting for the signet and I knew it could like blow her up. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> figure it out. But I, it took me a while to understand that it's like, oh, it's like your personality and part of you and you have to like accept yourself and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think maybe this is a good place to stop for tonight. Yes. On the high of the dragons. I think that's yes. a great okay. place. Great. Okay, yes. So stay tuned for part two of this fourth wing journey where we will um, oh talk about the rest. We haven't even got into the great stuff Of yet. this ridiculous <laughs> journey. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about the sexy times. Oh, Zayden. The furniture breaking. It's very destructive. Listen, nothing is safe. Nothing, <laughs> nothing is nothing. safe. Okay. Oh what is God. with Literally these fantasy nothing. books? Like my God, Mother Nature is and insane, powers, and now we're you know? now we're hurting like furniture. I hope it wasn't restoration hardware. Oh, <laughs> okay. So join us next time for our part two of Fourth Wing, and in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and subscribe to us wherever you are listening to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading, listeners. Cheers, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.